Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by Nathan. And today, we're going to be talking Live Alive, uh, the video game RPG thing from Square Enix. <laughs> that, you know, that thing that's coming out soon. <laughs> and me and Nathan are just here to uh, talk about our thoughts on it, because we played the demo. And uh, yeah, it'll be coming out very shortly. Yes. Or is already out at the point of this record. <laughs> at time of release, it would be out for two days yeah. but at time of recording it's not out yet so <laughs> yeah we've just played the demo so yeah but we're, we're just here to talk about our thoughts on it yeah we played the demo uh but how are you nate you're good i'm good it's um it's kind of interesting um i will say this mm -hmm. this may be the one time we have to get people anyone who's li listening on podcast platforms mm -hmm. maybe you want to come to the youtube and check out the video mm -hmm. because for the first time ever if we've done this right we'll have actual gameplay footage instead of <laughs> static images <laughs> we'll wow. have an actual <laughs> video culture boys are really moving up in the world jesus christ yes <laughs> it's only taken us like uh what is it a year, <laughs> a year and a year and a half yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow but yeah i have a capture card now so I should have recorded footage. I mean, I don't know why I say that. I have recorded footage. Yes. If it's gone right, it'll be in the video component. But yeah, so it's kind of like it's a big special thing, you know, because not only is playing this demo for this game that never came to the West before mm -hmm. is a big thing. Um, it's also a big thing for us personally, because we've got an actual video video not just <laughs> static images <laughs> yay <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things <laughs> yeah you know like steps forward isn't it baby steps, steps forward yes exactly that uh but yeah okay so should we just jump straight into it nathan what are your thoughts on live alive i think it's an interesting concept mm -hmm. especially because you have to remember it's a game that was released way back when mm-hmm what was it like 94 yeah and it was only in japan so we never saw this game mm -hmm. and the fact that back then on the super nintendo mm -hmm. and you've got what is it eight different paths or more yeah like you're playing as several different characters we obviously from the demo we don't know how long each story plays out yeah but like i don't know it just it just feels like quite incredible to think that back then they had all of that and we didn't get any semblance sort of of a similar thing until like octopath it feels like yeah it's really cool to see like ha like like from the sounds of it of this game as well it doesn't look like the paths like merge together at all so it looks like there's eight standalone stories like i could be completely wrong like I, like but it, fe it feels that way for sure i think they are standalone stories though because they're all in like separate time periods and like separate locations and stuff so it would stand to reason oh and especially because again 1994 on the super nintendo there was no way <laughs> that they were connecting the stories because yeah. they probably used up all the memory just on the eight individual stories and settings yeah and i, I get the initial feeling that these stories are like aren't going to be like huge like octopath traveler kind of size stories either that's what my my in instinct is anyway. But um, it looks like honestly, like playing the demo though, it's it's really fun. I really had uh, fun playing that. I had mostly a good time. Okay, it's it's nothing to do with the actual game. It was just sort of like me personally playing an RPG. Like I had fun, you know, in the ancient China setting in Edo, Japan, because yeah. it was like action. You know, stuff was happening yeah. in the distant future part where you're the cute like where you're cube or the robot um yeah that was kind of boring um yeah it was a very different vibe to what i was thinking it was gonna be because like this that's very much story focused yeah in the distant future one whereas the other ones like you actually get to like see a bit of action like i think um yeah imperial china is probably actually my favorite just because there was like there was story there but it was like it was also like a lot of fighting you can just go and run up to enemies and be like yeah, yeah. screw you like <laughs> so like i guess should we just start from ancient china then yeah let's go for that cool um so ancient china is set around uh the, this one character sifu mm -hmm. he is the master of a style uh you can leave it as default i forgot what the default style name is it's so the character is basically style name Sifu, mm -hmm. but um, for the purposes of recording, I changed it. So uh, I changed it to Cultured Boys. So he's the 
he's cultured boy Sifu, so he teaches the cultured boy style, and it's hilarious because when they change when they change certain parts of their text, it's t- yeah. <laughs> it just says cultured boys, and it's hilarious. Oh my god! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fair enough. I just went for default days. You you went for the whole cultured boys thing. That's jokes. That's jokes. It, it's hilarious. I did it for every character, but we'll get there, right? Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. It, <laughs> It focuses on this old man, this Sifu, who's realizing he's getting on in years and he needs to pass on his style so it doesn't, so his Kung Fu doesn't get lost to time. Mm-hmm. And so you, the story plays out that you find new disciples to train. Um, but the demo only gets to about as far as getting the disciples. Yeah. And doing like the first test session. And then that's about it. That's, that's as far as that goes. But overall, I thought that was the best one. Because in a traditional game sense, mm-hmm. that was the most active you, as a player. Yes, you're right. It, uh, and plus, it's like it, I think it's a great way. Uh, like they did, they do what they're doing with the demo as well. Because that is a great way to get people into the game itself. Yeah. Because I like that is a, that is probably one of the easiest paths to take from what I can see. Because like your character is already level ten, and you're rounding up other like disciples which are like lower level, like they're about level three, level one like around that sort of time yeah and you bet you basically don't take damage because you're a master yeah of your style at most attacks you they miss because you dodge yeah yeah there's not an animation for it but because you're a master of kung fu like you don't really get hurt no so at pepe's right like as a demo that felt amazing because you like you basically feel super powerful already Mm. I think it was a great way for you to like get into the style of the game as well because like they didn't never really gave you like a tutorial of what happens like how to what what the combat system is they literally yeah. just throw you in and I was there like what the hell's going on like what what am I supposed to do here so I was like literally guessing at what I was doing but because you're level ten and you don't take as much damage. Like it was like pretty much like oh okay I'm getting to grips with this I don't even know if I was playing it right the whole time <laughs> but uh, I don't think I was either but like it's the same thing like because we were invincible almost right yeah it was the perfect kind of tutorial at the same time because it's just mm. go off and learn we're not going to teach you you're just going to have to experiment but you're not going to get that hurt mm. or hurt at all so like you never felt that sense of danger mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's it was like that in the original release. Um, but what I appreciated was also in the dub or the voiceover, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if we'll leave in or not from my recordings. Because <laughs> um, I, I don't know if we'll get, you know, weird, like, trouble, copyright, whatever. Right. Um, the voice for Sifu, at least, had a slight accent, but it wasn't offensive or, like, stereotypical. No, you're right, yeah. It sounded like an actual person, you know, like this could be an actual like old Chinese man that speaks English. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you can take credit from that. I I would <laughs> definitely I can endorse such a thing. Um, The only thing I thought was weird is that it's set in ancient China and yet a lot of the characters had Japanese sounding names. I could try to remember what characters were now. What were characters? Like, I remember the the bandit girl that you recruit. Yeah. She had a Japanese sounding name. Um, Something Lee, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah. But like, it just felt weird because I was like, that doesn't, it's not that it's impossible, right? But yeah. you know, when you're just sort of like, you did all this work to make <laughs> it feel like a Chinese mountain town. Yeah. And make this seafood feel realistic. Mm-hmm. And then you went and did that. It just felt like a misstep. um you know like someone along the way forgot that oh yes even though we're a japanese company making a game we (laughs) forgot to give them (laughs) chinese sounding names forgot to give them um i'm trying to like think of like what the actual names were like because i think i think the the big guy you know the one who was stealing the food Mm -hmm. the noodles or whatever i think his name was how so that's fine yeah that's sort of like a universal kind of name um the kid whose grandma was sick and he was stealing Mm -hmm. his name is chinese if you pronounce it right and i know that because it's actually also my name yeah so like i can say that some of it is quite authentic but then some of it isn't (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
Um, yeah, so just to clarify, the names are uh, Hong Haka, uh, Lei Kugo, and Yun Jo. That's what I'm saying. Like, just parts of the name sound fine. Yeah. The other parts <laughs> are like, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I guess it's like kind of thing where they want to like, um, I don't know, stick to the original text at the same time, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah, because uh, you, you have to remember, it is kind of a product of its time. And I guess they're still keeping those names. Like, unless there's a proper reason to change them. I Again, like, I've got nothing properly wrong with it. I'm just, it just feels a bit off, feels you know, bit, like. Yeah, understandable. Yeah. Like you said, it's a product of its time. So 1994, right? Yeah. But it just felt like even in 94, they put in 99% effort <laughs> to make it yeah proper. And then. That one percent is just sort of what slips up a little bit because, like, I read those names and I would try and pronounce it like mm-hmm. how I think you would say in like Cantonese, and I'm like, I can't, I can't say <laughs> hacker in a in like a Cantonese way, like in a Chinese way, like that doesn't translate. Yes, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, like what would would you say the name was Hong Hakka? Hong Hakka, yeah, yeah, like. Hong Hong is fine, right? But like, it's like Hong Ha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I can't do it. I literally can't do it. So it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm. even like Yun Zhou sounds fine. Yeah. Or you know, like Yun Zhou, like it. It yeah. sounds. You can hear what I'm trying to do. Like I can. I can. Yeah. Then like yeah. And then Hong is the hacker. Yeah. With the intonation and stuff, like you literally, some of it just can't be changed, and it's like okay, well. You know, we fucked up a little bit there, but minor details. Yeah. Cultured boy Sifu will, will let Cultured that Cultured boy <laughs> <laughs> Just for the context, the original thing is the uh, the earthen heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's what makes it so hilarious. Because it's like, um, you know when you, you save uh, Yunjo? Yeah. And they're like, you know, you beat up those guys, those muscly guys. And then they're like, wait, he's the Sifu. And then like, for any voiceover where you've changed the name, I guess even if it was default, they don't have a, a VO for that. No, no. So then it just like on the screen, I swear it read out like, Sifu? Cultured boy Sifu. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like small details like that that just made me laugh so hard. Cultured boy Sifu. hilarious interesting yeah oh man (laughs) uh in terms of gameplay wise for that one i think yeah like you said i think that was that was one i had most fun with and it eased you in i'm interested to see where the story goes with it because like it cuts off like that's the one thing with this demo like you could probably like spend about 30 45 minutes on one part and then it will finish yeah like because i i started going like also because like they give you guides on the map like where to go and stuff i was like walking everywhere i was like going like all these different directions finding out there's nothing actually there <laughs> and uh, then that's go- sad because i didn't actually explore super hard so like each part took me about 30 minutes yeah yeah so that's kind of that's kind of sad to hear that there's like not much else <laughs> um like uh, well to be fair there's not much else in terms of place i could go like because there, there'd be like certain pathways where they're like nah you can't do that mm. like uh, or like go away like you're not supposed to be here and it's like okay <laughs> like there's no progression here i'm gonna go <laughs> actually to the checkpoint where i'm supposed to go then <laughs> how dare you do you know who you're talking to i am cultured boy sifu <laughs> <laughs> i like i do like the options they give you in terms of text as well it's like um i think at one point uh they say like um there's got uh was i think it's um is it yun yeah yun uh he, he comes to you and he says oh take me as your disciple and then you have the option of saying sigh or yeah. no you're not right for this <laughs> i was just like what is the actual answer that i should give here is sigh sounds like the like the thing i should go for because it sounds like a yeah because he's looking for disciples and technically i should say yes so. yeah but like both of those options though because what did you pick i picked sigh yeah i did as well both of those options are just the initial like you're not right yeah you're not cut out for this yeah but then you know then you go follow him and then it's like yeah. I, I think I, I think that's just Sifu playing hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> oh Sifu. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed that one. I'm look I'm looking forward to playing a bit more when I get the actual game. Yeah, to be fair, like out of all of the parts in the demo, that was 
that one alone was enough to make me sort of want to get the game just so I could finish that story. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, that's the thing with these things. They cut off at like the crucial moments. So you're like, oh, oh yeah. Okay, I like, need to know more about that. It, it's literally play like watching an anime or something, you know, where they like, or a TV show where they just cut at the most tense bit and they're like, catch you next time. Next time on what, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, it's the old like Dragon Ball meme. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. It was like that. Yeah. Ne- should we go into the next one, I guess? Uh, Yes. Next one I played was Edo Japan. That's the one I did. I think we've played it in the exact same order as well. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, because it's like chronologi- chronological. Don't know yeah, what happened to me just then. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that one was also kind of cool. But I struggled a little bit because I'm not good at being stealthy because I'm very impatient when I play games. See, yeah, because so this one is basically um, your the main character's name is uh, Oboru Maru, and he's cultured like, an, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he just called Cultured Boys on your? Yeah, one? <laughs> he's like, that's the one, that's the funny thing about the uh, the seafood is that oh yeah, it's Cultured Boys seafood, but this is literally like he's just called Cultured Boys. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a stand like <laughs> oh, my was down the Cultured Boys. <laughs> Well, you know, he's a ninja, isn't it? So it's like, don't yeah. use his real name. He's culture plural. He's, he's, he's so good. He's plural. But he's like, um, kind of like an apprentice shinobi kind of thing. Like yeah. Assassin. He's a trainee ninja. But we don't know sort of like how trainee though. Yeah. Like they say he has like, he's got potential. Uh, but sending him is <laughs> like a risk kind of thing. Like all the, no, like basically, um, like you were sent in. Like, because well. They wanted to assassinate. Who they wanted to assassinate? They wanted to assassinate some guy. Who they wanted to assassinate? Shogun. Uh, they they won- wanted to assassinate Shogun. I think it was a Shogun or something like that. Basically, one of the warlords wants you to assassinate another one who's causing a lot of trouble. The Ode, I believe they were saying. Yes, that was it. Yeah, the Ode. Yeah. Um, but your master or your Shisho is supposed to have taken that mission, but the lord you serve is like no i can't risk the entire clan Mm -hmm. sending you we'll have to wait and so your master's like we can send someone else i i know someone who could do it but it's risky yeah and that's where you come in like the you as a character um your master praises you highly uh you know like pepe said you're you're told to have been you know like you've got great potential and you're a fast learner and stuff. So you should be able to like learn on the go, which is just, I guess the game's kind of way of being like, we're not really going to give you that many hints or tutorials. So you're going to, you're going to have to learn fast player. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's one of those ones where like, this is, yeah, like you said, it's pretty, they immediately gives you this technique and says, yeah, like learn this thing. And to do that, you have to press Y to like cloak yourself. Well, you have to hold Y. (laughs) Hold Y, yeah, you do have to hold Y. Um, and this is one thing, like like you said, the stealth thing is a very key part of it. And like the game doesn't punish you either if you go into fights, but I say it doesn't punish you, but <laughs> you're very underleveled at the same time. Yeah, you're underleveled and very squishy, but that's also realistic because you're a ninja. Ninjas aren't really supposed to yeah. take on wave after wave of people. But at the same time, like the game does also explain to you you have the option you can stealth it or you can i believe the wording from the game was paint the walls red (laughs) with the blood of your enemies right Mm. you basically get told by your lord you can either sneak all the way or just kill everyone and you do also like i at some points i had to kill people because i was just that bad at the stealth right so and there's a counter like how many lives taken so i wonder how that plays into it i don't know I'm curious as well, because I think in my whole playthrough of that, I think I killed about four people. Yeah, I think I killed five. Yeah, like I tried, like basically there's some points where I literally couldn't take on the enemies. I had to like run away. That was one thing. Oh, I just died. I, actually, I may, might have killed more than five. I can't remember actually. Um, But <laughs> but yeah, like, so I, at least for that, I'm wondering if there's like potentially like, two different scenarios like maybe two endings maybe yeah one if you stealth your whole way you you know you're like a legendary ninja and if you killed too many people 
like the count is too high. Maybe you're infamous and you're like, oh, the demon, you know? <laughs> yeah, like maybe it's true. Like maybe it's like, oh no, maybe it's fresh. Like maybe I'm thinking too much into it because like that's what modern gaming would do. Yeah. With like, because you know, like a modern RPG definitely would do that. If you got two options, you'd get two different like maybe dialogue options or yeah. like the story plays out differently because of your choices, right? But I don't know if they would have done that back in '94, but it'd be interesting to see. Maybe. Yeah, I'd like. I mean, like, I mean. I reckon they probably can play into it a bit. Like maybe it's literally just a throwaway comment, like "Oh, you killed thirty-two people." <laughs> it's but that's how it be, <laughs> and then it just carries on, no matter like what. You... <laughs> yeah, in '94, the fucking Edo period ninjas are like, "Oh, killed thirty-four people." That how it be though. Yeah, that how it be. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I realize this. This is the one I spent the most time on. One, because I thought that, oh, I can cloak a lot of the time, but I can also take on the enemies. Because this is like going from the uh, Imperial China one to this one. It's a very different style of gameplay yeah. where you, like you said, you have to be stealthy. And when you do run into an enemy, they're not as easy to defeat as the <laughs> the other ones were in Imperial China. Because I literally, I literally went up against my first enemy and I was like, I can take him. It's fine. And then, meanwhile, he comes on with his diagonal slashes and that. It's a samurai. And he, like, literally bodies me instantly. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> Shit, so, maybe, maybe I wasn't supposed to fight him. <laughs> I think a lot of people learn that the hard way. Because that's the same thing happened to me. I stealthed about half the map. Yeah. Got to my first fight thinking right after Imperial, you know, like, ancient China that I was like... Oh yeah, I'll be I'm gonna be invincible. I'm not gonna take any hits. Took one hit and went, oh god, half yeah. <laughs> my life bar is gone and I don't have any healing items. I like that you got halfway through the map and realized that I got into like the probably <laughs> I got into the house or the um the uh well, whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> mansion. I'm gonna call it a mansion because yeah. it's pretty much mansion. Uh, like I got into the mansion and then literally ran into the samurai. Like probably like the second enemy you find. <laughs> literally, <laughs> was like shit. <laughs> I'm dead already. <laughs> this is not a good sign. <laughs> um, no, my first uh, my first death came from. Uh, when I was sneaking around, I went into I went into a attic or like a mm -hmm. you know like a ceiling area, and then I f ran into the Go Ninja. Oh yeah, the five ninjas. Like fuck that fight. Fuck oh, that fight. Oh okay, yeah. <laughs> I died there for the obvious. Like I had to take on five people. Yeah, but um, I I just thought that was also hilarious because they literally like called themselves the Go Ninja, Go being five. Yeah. And then it's like they had like a Power Ranger esque, Sentai esque yeah. pose. And I just <laughs> thought it was hilarious. Like they were <laughs> so cheesy. Fun. And like they came in one by one and introduced themselves and had like a line and everything. I was like, what is this? The fucking Ginyu Force. I don't think I saw those guys. Yeah, no, like it was hilarious because it was like, what is this? The fucking Ginyu squad. Like, what, what, am, I pl what am I fighting against right now? See. For me, I think um, I think I got quite through. That's that's, that's jokes about the Ginyu Force thing, by the way. Because <laughs> um, I like I realized after a while, like, okay, I need to stealth this and maybe kill some enemies, not all of them. Um, but then I think it got to a point where I was like, I got the storage room keys and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll open some storage. Like I'll go like check out, see if there's any cool items or whatever. And then I ran into this. I don't know if you found it. It's like this ghost woman. No, I didn't see a ghost woman. What? So there's basically this woman who's like a kind of like uh it's probably not a ghost, it's like kind of like a, a spiritual person that summons ghosts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's got a whole bunch and she's got a whole bunch of and she has four candles around her. And uh basically <laughs> I was like, Oh, it's gonna be fine, like because I was the spirits were like easy to take out, so I took them out. But then this woman, I was like, oh it, like I ran into other like geishas and stuff earlier on in the game and they were quite easy to kill. I didn't want to kill them. Run into any geisha. What the shit? Like, like, like there's like a few like, I don't know, like female servants, I guess. Oh god, this is this is amazing. Yeah, so I like did a whole different path where and there's like there's a room where there's like four women in there. I did not see that. Uh, and then like I I just ran in and I thought, oh I can talk to these people. 
And, but it, like uh, then she immediately starts screaming, and I'm like, oh god, do I need to kill this woman? So I think I killed the first one. Oh god. And then I was like, maybe I should just leave these people. They're not really attacking me right now. And every time I talk to them, they want to die. I don't know, scream for help. <laughs> so <laughs> I just like left them. <laughs> I was like, they, they're easy to kill. This is the thing. They weren't actually doing any damage to me. And I felt really guilty about killing these like civilians, basically. <laughs> so oh. I was like, I'm going to leave these people. But then later on, yeah, I find the ghost woman. And I again, I thought, I, I went to talk to her, hoping I would get, I don't know, some sort of dialogue or like something cool happened. But then she attacked me, and then immediately I get absolutely ruined. Like, because she's like summoning, like, what was it pyrotechnic bastards or whatever? Like, I don't know, some pyro oh, shit. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and then um, she put something on me where I couldn't flee either. Oh, God. So I was, <laughs> I was like, shit me, what the fuck? I, I feel like I'm way too underleveled for this, and I just died. Uh, so I couldn't do anything about that. Uh, so I went back in there, took the treasures, and then walked out again. Because, it, like, I think a lot of these, ca- like, fighting like all these bosses and fights are optional yeah so i literally the place where i found it there was like about four treasure chests so i took those and legged it i think the whole demo part like for that part i think every fight is optional yes yeah so did you also come across the the father and son in the ceiling yeah yeah that was like i feel that was part of this i think you had to go through that way to get to the ending didn't you yeah that i think that might have to been scripted it's it's just interesting to think like Whilst I ran into the Go Ninja, you ran into all these other characters. Because, like, when I got into a building, like, I would just follow the... Because I'm so bad at stealth, so I just followed the um, objective. Yeah, yeah. I didn't explore much. So it's just interesting that we, like, found all this different stuff. I didn't find any of the Go Ninja. <laughs> I didn't see any of them. Uh, that's, yeah. I mean, the map was huge. That was, like, yeah. massive. And then, like, just going all these... I got lost at one point. I was like, wait, what the fuck? am i supposed to go <laughs> and i i tried to find like because i went back to uh because i wanted to go unlock a storeroom so i unlocked the storeroom and realized oh wait i didn't make back my way to the object- objective but then i couldn't find my way back to the objective oh, because wow. you know but you know when you go into like a new because was there's three different colors on the map isn't there there's gray there's blue and there's orange yeah and once you go into the blue area it basically becomes gray when you go back out because you've been there already yeah um so I was finding that I couldn't really find my way back that I went before. <laughs> and I was like, wait, where, where, where am I supposed to be going? Uh, and then I, on my way back, I found a completely different room that I hadn't found before. And I was like, what the fuck? Did I walk in here before? <laughs> and then there was like uh, some sort of like lower level Imperial bastards where I was like killing them. Uh, and then like, yeah, okay, all, all sorts of going on that. Like it's, it's interesting that like we both had different experiences on that, but yeah yeah like i wonder how long it would have taken to actually have stealthed the whole way god yeah it's doable it's definitely doable it's doable but at the same time like because it's an old rpg it's a bit the stealthing is a bit clunky because like they don't move until you get close to them to alert them and then you like you know throw up your sheet and then they like stand around, but they don't move very far from where. No, they take ages as well. So, it, like you're just holding that Y button for about like a, like a minute before they start like going the way you want them to go. Yeah, and like you could be standing there for ages before anything actually even happens. Yeah. They might not even give you the chance to move, and you're just like, "Well, shit." That's probably why they gave you the option to fight. <laughs> it's because yeah. otherwise, like, you'd just be standing around for like a half hour, like, come on, go away. <laughs> Yo, like, uh, yeah. I can't remember how that ended actually in the demo bit. Wasn't it just like you, like, uh, the father and son bit, like, once you run along the rooftops or whatever? Doesn't it, there's this room and then it, doesn't it just end there? I don't think there's, yeah. Yeah, it pretty much like cuts the black, I swear. Because I found that room like pretty much within the 30 minutes. But then I was like, oh, I want to walk around a bit more. I don't want to go there straight away. <laughs> and then that's what like, I end up going on that map, like that path for like about an hour or so. I, like probably because I was getting killed half the time or I was tra- finding different routes and like all sorts. I mean, like that second part was it took me the longest. I think yeah, I played it for maybe 40, 45 minutes. But that was just because the go ninja killed me once <laughs> yeah and someone i think someone else killed me once and i was like oh god fucking <laughs> oh, okay and i i did get lost for a little bit mainly because like 
I didn't explore. So when I ran through, you know, killed the Go Ninja, got no, it was before I killed the Go Ninja. Uh, I got all the way through to the door, and then it was like, oh, you don't have the key. I was like, what? You, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So then I had to go and find something. That's when I found the Go Ninja, and then oh, okay, you found the I had to fight them to find two chests behind them, and I got two different keys. Yes, I got that as well. But like, yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? Why would they put it behind a fight of five people? <laughs> but now I'm finding out if I'd explored somewhere else in the other buildings, I probably would never have had to fight the Go Ninja. Yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting about that. Like, but yeah, fair. I'm. I'm... I kind of just want to play through again just to be like, okay, yeah, cool. right. But... Same. Like, I kind of want to play through just that part again to see all the things I didn't see. Yeah. The things that you saw and then be like, okay, I'm done. But I'm probably not going to do that. No, <laughs> I, like, literally, I've, like, I've got the save file on there now. And then I, like, when I get the game, it is just going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to carry on. I'm not going to be going back anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, okay. That's a, that's a cool one for the stealth. Then. I think, yeah, again, I think I prefer the. Uh, Imperial China over this one. Yeah, same. But that is still good. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, it uh, it's kind of a shame this is how we kind of ended up because the last one was more of a passive experience in my opinion. Yes. Oh, 100%. Like you don't need like basically you can get through this without fighting at all. Pretty much. Uh, that well, I don't even think that like there's not even like an actual fight. No, there isn't. It's more like the only other option you have is to, well we'll get into that in a second but um basically distant future is about um this guy called kato who creates a small robot called cube or cultured boys oh so the robot's just called cultured boys <laughs> cultured <laughs> boys robot <laughs> uh yeah and basically uh kato's just uh showing it is kato isn't it yes kato before yeah it is kato uh i just want to double check that before i <laughs> English Carter. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a British man, even though he's got... He sounds like Shulk. He does, right? He sounds like a, a monolith, like, British accent. Like... <laughs> it's literally that. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though he's got a Japanese name. But that's fine. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> um, but yeah, basically he creates his robot and he's basically training up to, like... Uh, live on the spaceship that they're in because they're on the yes. cargo, cargo ship, ship transport yeah yeah they're transporting uh this uh super rare product which turns out to be some weird monster <laughs> but yeah so he's training up cube to or cultured boys uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh to just like live life like he's like teaching how to make coffee he's like oh wake up all the other crewmates or whatever like just basically live life on the ship yeah kato is also like somehow well, I guess because it's the distant future, but like the AI inside of Cube or Cultured Boys is um, able to learn quite a lot. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's almost human-like in terms of like mind processing. Yeah. So like Kato and um, I actually forget the other character's name. Uh, who's the guy that was sleeping a lot? The the Indian character. Uh, Huey. Huey, that's it. Yeah. Is actually Huey. Yeah. So. Yeah, Huey. So both of them encourage the robot or the player to like learn things not just have the human show you things but like go off and explore and expand your horizons and whilst that's an interesting concept after playing two very active parts this felt like the worst way to end <laughs> what is a pretty good demo yeah i mean i it's i think that what the demo does is showcases all the different styles of paths you will take yeah because like Imperial China is a very like active one. Yeah. Edo is very stealth and this is very story focused. Yeah. I mean, like it's a good way to showcase the different storytelling and different elements. Like, you know, like you're not always just because it's a game, you're not always going to be doing all the same things. Yeah. And I guess as palette cleansers, like that's a good thing if you've got to play eight different stories. Right. Yeah. But it's just. This was so dull in comparison. Yeah, it's a lot of walking around and stuff. Yeah, and like it's it's kind of you can send, like it builds the story up a little bit. Like so, you get a, a, a judge of character from like when you talk to all the different crewmates and stuff. Yeah, and like some of them have their prejudices against robots for some reason, and then like there's some which are like really friendly to you, and then you sense this tension in the crew, and then like 
it builds up. Well, that's I think that's the thing. It's like it felt like the story was more about the interpersonal relationships of the crew. Yeah. And because you're a new robot, you are just an outside observer that it's convenient for the player yeah. to slot themselves in because it's a little silent robot that always watches from the outside, right? But I don't know, like, it just... I wasn't expecting such a passive experience. And I don't think, personally, I would enjoy it as much. Like, if I was to buy the game, I might try to get that one out of the way first just because I don't... I mean, it seems like it's going to build to something else, so you might have to fight. Yeah, I reckon there will be there will be some elements of fighting, I'm sure. Or like you're gonna have to do some sort of like puzzle solving or something, because mm. like from the demo, it seemed something dodgy about that cargo. Yeah, and something's probably dodgy about that military guy. I think there's like like there's all these different like because then you sense there's tension between I think it's it Kirk. Yeah, or Kirk. Yeah, like. Uh, there's a like this guy called Kurt, and he's got like issues with Huey in that. Yeah, and then like even Kato is like saying, "Oh, I feel distance from the crew members. I don't get them anymore," and like stuff like that. And then there's the fact that your captain is just not there. Yeah, at all. But he like somehow sends you messages, but you can only receive communications from Earth. Like this is all in the demo. So like there's a story, and I think if it was different, like maybe if that was its own game. Or something, you know, like I might have cared more. Yeah. About these interpersonal relationships. But yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the way that it ended, uh, like I actually, that's the what this is the only bit where I was like, oh, I actually kind of see what I want to know what happened at the end of that. Yeah, I agree with that. This is the one thing because <laughs> there is a pretty big, like, kind of, like, it's, it's kind of a twist in it. Or like the, the crew is suddenly put into like peril, danger. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? What, what the fuck happened there? What? <laughs> I want to know what happened, like, because you just hear these things over like the radio, like, oh my god, something's going wrong. Help, help! Like, <laughs> and then like everyone's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> right, but like that's that's what I was like. I kind of want to know what happened. Now. That's when they put the cliffhanger in, and that's the kind of bit that shocked me as well, because like you said, like there wasn't any action at all in this and that's why i was like quite surprised that oh this part demo is over already because there wasn't like there was any wasn't any fighting in it apart from this video game you can do yeah uh called what was his name like captain square or something like that yeah (laughs) and like it's it's like yeah they play a video game you take out these enemies with this like little captain square i assume it's called i can't remember captain yeah captain square or something like that he's a superhero and it's just a it's basically just the normal combat. Yeah. But in the guise of like, oh, it's a retro game from way yeah. back when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's cool. I like, um, yeah, there's a lot of story focused bits in this. And there's lots of going up and like exploring the map, going on like to three different levels, like exploring the like. Yeah. I will say, though, I really appreciated that they made it like a multicultural crew. Mm because they easily could have just done it like oh they're all american or they're all whatever they're all you know the same you know they all have the same accent they all look the same they all Mm -hmm. are the same person you know like pretty much they're just palette swaps or something and that would have been even duller but like i really appreciate that you know minus kato who sounds like a generic (laughs) gay video game industry once british person sound yeah (laughs) You know, like, the military guy sounded like an old, stuffy, you know, British commander. Yeah. Sounds like he wants to hunt gorillas in the forest. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> it's a Tarzan reference. Um, <laughs> you know, Huey has an accent, and he's Indian, or, you know, some sort of Southeast Asian, you know. Uh, Ra- Rachel's Australian. Kirk, or Kirk is American. Yeah. You know, like, it's a gathering of people from around the globe. Mm. And I think that's much better than just generic RPG crew that probably has default accent. Yeah. It's, it's cool, like, obviously, because this wouldn't have existed in the uh, SNES one either. They wouldn't have been voiceover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd be really surprised if it did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd sound really probably crunchy and disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Cube. <laughs> it is me, Kato. <laughs> <laughs> well, either that or like 
it would sound like somebody's got a microphone in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, they, like they, that's the thing they influence, like because that's the thing with you, like Kato, Kirk, all that sort of thing. They could, like you said, they could have easily just made it all like one accent. Yeah, but like they've gone with the voice over here. Like it's all like pretty much all the all this game is very much fully voiced as well, like, apart from like certain bits. But like yeah, minus you know couple lines here and there because it's that you'd you'd spend too much time recording yeah because obviously if you the player can change the name to almost anything i don't know how you would even do that no, it's a, that's a you'd have to like have like some sort of like google engine kind of just like yeah like, just putting words yeah even then like it would be off sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah the pronunciation would be weird but yeah it'd be too much effort for what it is <laughs> um but uh yeah like it's it's really good that, like the pretty much like a good like 75 percent of the game is voiced like from what i can tell i mean like the only other times there's not a voice is like combat or something like combat or for example in the first two parts if you're talking to just a npc yeah yeah and they're not important you know like they're not one of the characters that needs to speak they won't have a voice yeah but that's fine too because like that's just too much extra work yeah no no one needs to voice npcs that is like is you know for a game that literally is like a remake of a snes game like you don't need to do that kind of thing it's fine yeah exactly like in the edo japan like you don't need a voice for the guy that's like <laughs> what's a password yeah <laughs> yeah and it'd just be like uh okay <laughs> like even if it was voiced it'd be like oh cool it's voiced and i wouldn't give a crap after that well the thing is like in that instance, that'd get annoying after a while because how could you imagine how many times in that whole full story you might have to walk through a door and there's a guy like, You're not allowed in here, what's the password? Yeah. Like how many times would you have to hear that before you're like, Oh god, just why did they give him a voice? Yeah. It's like I've played things like Pokemon, they didn't have any voice acting in that at all either. And I'm not I'm cool with that to be fair. Yeah. Like I I I don't need voice like in in like JRPGs like or RPGs like you don't always need voice acting. Some it lends it sometimes, but you don't need it all the time. I think it depends on the game and yeah. the way that the game has presented itself to you. Yeah. Like sometimes I feel like, for example, one of our favorite franchises. Sometimes I wish Persona had more voicing, like more yeah. voiceover, because it's like there's it feels like there's a lot of voice acting, right? Oh, there's loads, yeah. And then all of a sudden there's just none, and you're kind of like. Yeah, but that character speaks. Like, they have a voice. Mm. And if they're, for example, like, in the overworld, if two characters are talking to each other, okay, maybe don't put the... You wouldn't need the voice, but if they're main characters, you could put a voice in. It wouldn't hurt. I think it's just because, like, the like it is huge as well, those percent of games, so it's like... Yeah, I know. Like, you know, and for memory and all that, like, mm -hmm. having all these random voice clips that most people will probably skip is pointless yeah <laughs> but you know yeah yeah i get you but yeah going back to distant future i think yeah it it's a it's it's one of the ones it's gonna be marmite you either go love it or you hate it and for me it's like kind of well to be fair i was in the middle <laughs> i was like it's cool <laughs> i i i did like i liked it but i can understand why you like percy wouldn't be as invested in that one i think the story can be quite interesting it seems like it was mm -hmm. building towards some sort of disaster something right yeah some sort of crisis it's just if it was that kind of crisis i don't think i would want to if given the choice i don't think i would play as the robot mm. i think i'd much rather play as like kato or one of the actual characters i was slightly disappointed though because like i did like, the thing is i absolutely love the design of the robot as well i think he's really cute because he's round. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> and uh, when when like the commander was like kicking like Cuba, I was like, no, don't you hurt him, <laughs> don't you dare hurt Cuba. He's such an innocent. I knew you'd get attached to the fucking round boy. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, I was like, I didn't hurt my boy. <laughs> um, but no, it's um, yeah. I, I think that like, even like all the character designs, like I, I like to see them a bit more like because it's like you got all the like huey and uh kato and that. i wouldn't actually mind to see what their full designs look like at this point yeah because you get a general idea of them even like in the other in the other branches of stories like i'd love to see like a it's one of those ones where i actually wouldn't mind having an art book for this game 
just because you can actually see like the character designs in a bit more detail. The cover art, you can uh, you can see what the characters look like, right? Yeah, just the main characters though, like all the side characters, you don't really get as much as an idea of it. Ah, uh, fair. Like um, like I don't know when you look at like Xenoblade or Fire Emblem, like a lot of like pre-order bonuses end up being art books, and like yeah, I flick through them once, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'm never gonna read that again. I don't even buy them. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've stopped. Like I've. I've I'm trying to avoid buying him now because this is the first like Xenoblade 3 is coming out soon and it's the first time I actually haven't pre-ordered a special edition of the game and like people are scalping him as well which is really weird like because like that's the thing it's always steel books and it's art books that's all they give you if these like special editions you know when they give you something actual that cool stuff mm, yeah like um the God of War Ragnarok like special edition just got announced and like you get a replica of Thor's hammer, like that's quite sick of Mjolnir from the game. So I'm like, that's kind of cool, you know, like stuff like that. That's when it's cool. Mm. But when it's just like steel book, art book, uh, keychain, like other tap keychain, other yeah, <laughs> shit that I don't need. Art cards, art cards, yeah, is such oh, a freaking cop out. Like, is that like worse than an art book? I like, <laughs> I just rub it. Like, I think, yeah, it's just not great <laughs> um and like to be fair like this with uh, live alive and with xenoblade 3 like i've i've pre-ordered them i haven't pre-ordered special editions but like they're giving me pre-order bonuses like, i've got a bookmark for live alive and I, I need a bookmark to be fair so i was like yeah i don't mind having a big book <laughs> okay fair i mean yeah, but Xenoblade, I'm like, I don't need any of this. Like, they're like, oh, you get some special art cards if you're a pre-order, and I'm like, fuck off with the shit. Okay, what am I gonna do with them? Literally, they're just gonna go like on my shelf, and like they're an inconvenience at this point because I have so much other st- so much stuff. <laughs> I don't need them. I, like, it just ends up like piling up somewhere, and like I, I couldn't actually pre-order it without getting the thing cards. So I was like, fine, I'll just have them. <laughs> I'll just have these cards, but. Speaking of like like going back to live live and like having yeah like I said I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing the character designs of it but the art book doesn't exist for this so it's fine but the price of live live is actually a lot cheaper than I thought it would be because you can pre-order it on Amazon for thirty two pounds at the moment that's pretty good which is like really like but that that's what makes me think that how long is this game actually because like for an RPG to be priced at this amount I'm like is there like a is there a thing here like. I think it's the pricing is more because it's a re-release of a game that the West has never had. So they probably put it cheaper so that like those who are curious are more likely to buy it. Possibly, yeah. Because like if you, you know, like obviously the people who already want to get it, they're just going to get it regardless, right? Yeah. Even if they don't play a demo or whatever, they'll get it regardless because they want to get it. Yeah. But like I think the pricing is more due to the fact that there's probably some people who might walk past, see it and go, oh, that looks kind of interesting. But if it was like £40, £50, you know, like a normal current game price, you wouldn't pick that up. Well, I don't know. Like <laughs> you've got Famicom Detective Club right now, which is an online exclusive that has not gone down in price whatsoever. And it's 50 quid on eShop. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying every publisher and Nintendo is always right. Yeah. But in this instance where it's got a physical release, I'm surprised as a physical release, to be honest. I, I didn't. I yeah, I'm quite surprised it's getting a physical. But then, like, I guess it's to make a big better that it does that makes a bigger how to do because it's like you know mm. this this game was only ever in Japan and now you can play it. We put in the effort to remake it, so buy it. <laughs> yeah, we've also made it cheaper, so buy it. <laughs> I mean that I'm just so used to like Switch games being like over forty pound, like even a forty pound game. I'm just like, wow, that's like relatively cheap for a game these days. Uh, I mean, that was the average price of like a AAA like on last gen. So yeah, exactly on last gen. But like, have you tried buying games in the current gen? <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> I I've paid I've paid PS5 price. Don't don't, don't get me wrong. I I don't like it either. But yeah. It it is what it is, like yeah, <laughs> that ancient Japanese saying. <laughs> that how it be it though. That how it be though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I've pre-ordered the game. I've uh, I've I've got that um 
uh, <laughs> on my uh, pre-order list. And I've also got Xenoblade. So, and they're like releasing like a week after, like Xenoblade comes out a week after. So yeah. I don't know how far I'll get in Live Alive before it ends <laughs> up getting <laughs> shelved like all the other RPGs. Well, it'll just be another thing on the list. Anyone Bro. who keeps up with Pepe's gaming, it would just be another RPG that he drops. I'll start it and then it's just gonna go now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's so I've, I've like I'm I'm slightly ashamed by it, but like it's it's what happens these days. I play something and then it's like I have even like, I bought fucking when I was in America. I bought um, the Great Ace Attorney, the physical copy, <laughs> because they don't have it in the UK. Like they, they, it's only digital. Um, in, uh, in so I was like, that's, so when I saw it in GameStop in the US, I was like, I'm gonna get that <laughs> because it's I wouldn't be able to get it anywhere else. I bought, it. I haven't even played the thing, <laughs> and it's like there. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll see how live a life. I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna play two RPGs, two JRPGs on the same console like simultaneously. I don't know how you'll do it. Yeah, it's not gonna happen, is it? It's yeah, like... I mean, clearly one thing's gonna give out and like. Mm. You're a massive Xenoblade fan, so uh, yeah. I'm more often than not. I probably I haven't finished Triangle Strategy either. Like I was really into Triangle Strategy as well. That was really good. Didn't even buy it. <laughs> I didn't even buy it. Oh, it was really good. I, I prefer it over Octopath, if I'm gonna be honest. But it is more Fire Emblem kind of. I will say, as a sort of closing thought, like the demo was good enough that I considered pre-ordering it. Mm. I didn't because it goes. You know, it puts me over budget. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I already picked my game for the month. Like, I just I don't have enough time to play all these games anymore. Yeah, that's how I know I'm getting old because I'm just like, I want to play all the games like I used to, but I just don't have the time to. Yeah, so I just I end up picking one game. It's a sensible thing to do, (laughs) rather than buying two RPGs (laughs) (laughs) week within each other. (laughs) It was interesting enough, though. Like. And yeah. there's other characters in the game that I wanted to see. Like, I weirdly, I really want to play that, like, Western, Wild West cowboy story. Oh, yeah, that's cool. There's, like, loads of different ones. Like, there's, like, the current day as well, which is quite interesting. And I'm interested in that. They, I, I'm interested enough. It, it'll stay on my list, and maybe one day I'll pick it up. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend the game, though. Like, if you're curious, go and try the demo. 100% I recommend it, yeah. And then maybe pre-order it, but like it's a pretty cool game. Yeah, I I, I really appreciate it. Like <laughs> to be fair, I pre-ordered it before I played the demo. Uh, but I'm like that's the thing. I probably I could have easily cancelled my pre-order if I didn't enjoy this game. And True. right now I'm like, yeah, I I enjoyed it, so I'm gonna keep this pre-order. Also, I mean to be fair, we you and me we were sold from the direct when it was announced. Like it, they yeah. That was really good. Or whatever it was. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as we saw that, we're like, wait, what was that? That was cool. Yeah. It, like, there's a lot of stuff where, like, indirects, I look at them and I'm like, that looks cool. I'll pick it up. And then I just end, end up picking it up. Like, but this one, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to make an effort to actually get this because it looks good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. Let's see how it goes in the future. Pepe's buying it. So <laughs> might, <laughs> we might do a follow up in like a random discussion at some point it's not we'll make another video about this probably not <laughs> yeah pepe will probably sprinkle in that you know he dropped the game at some point it's literally gonna be that it is gonna be that like in, a, in like a month or something it'll be like oh yeah, yeah you, do you remember live alive yeah i, I stopped playing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then maybe like a year later it'll be like oh do you remember live alive yeah i picked that up again it is gonna be that. That's what happens. I end up picking up stuff randomly, and like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, um, it probably will. But yes, uh, I think it's probably a good time to end this episode, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget check us out on podcast platforms, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.